Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. God is good all the time. Wow. Okay. Wow. Today we are going to talk about something very important. And we call it divine healing. Amen. The reason why we call it divine healing is because we are not talking of the ordinary healing. Amen. That we are healed by medicines, amen, or treatment by doctors or other people. But we are talking about where God what heals what us. Amen. So there's a place, amen, for us where God what heals what us. Amen. So it is God healing us. That is what I call divine what healing. Or that is what, what we mean by what divine healing. Thank God for doctors. Amen. Amen. Uh, we must pray. Whenever you pray, you must pray that as at now, sickness is that there are no medicine. You must pray that may God help doctors find medicine. May he show them medicine. Amen. Because, you see, there are many sickness that as at now, it cannot be cured. Normally, we think of the big one, the cancers, the lame, the blind. But a simple one, which is dangerous, just like hypertension, it cannot be cured, isn't it? It is only managed, isn't it? High blood pressure, sickness like diabetes. You understand? So there are a lot of sickness that cannot be cured. They can only manage it. And there are even some they can't manage it, like cancer. Praise the Lord Jesus. And um, sickness is not natural to us. Amen. Sickness came about because of two main things. One is because of sin. And two, because of introducing unartificial things into our body. The body is that if no unartificial thing goes into it, anything that goes in it, can come, come out. A lot of the food we eat now is full of unnatural stuff. Amen. That's why, I mean, this is me. It's not, <laughs> I will not drink diet cook. I will drink the normal cook. I don't know how they manage to make the cook sweeter without natural sugar. So I will choose natural sugar <laughs> than an artificial. I don't know what they use but than an artificial sweetener because the body can contain and control and eject natural food. But as, uh, anything artificial is foreign to the body. Amen. So, but today, that's not our interest. But God knows that. Amen. And God played an important role of healing what our bodies. Amen. We won't finish today. Next week we'll continue. Because we have to even look at 
how does God heal us? Because many people don't know how God heal us. And because of that, some even reject the healing of God. Amen. Why sickness? We'll look at it. But today, my interest is that you, I want you to know that healing, healing is part of our salvation package. And as common as salvation is to us, so must healing be to us. Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people would perish. Well, I've come across so many Christians, I'm talking about Christians, who don't even believe that God still heals today. Who believe in the head, not in the heart? It's like, oh yeah, God can heal, but not like God will heal me. You understand? But our God, when you look at Exodus, let's read it, amen. 15 verse 26. He is called Jehovah Rapha, which is translated the God what? Who what? Heals. Or God, our what? Healer. Hallelujah. Amen. Please read it for me. Exodus 15, verse 26. Yes. He said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. For I am the Lord who what heals. heals you. For I am the Lord who heals. I am the Lord who is the original word is Jehovah Rapha. So in other words, he's, a, he's called a healer. So healing, healing is part of God. It is his nature. So in other words, for we Christians, if we don't receive the healing of God, it's rather abnormal. I am the God who what? heals. Jehovah Rapha. The Lord, other versions say the Lord, our healer. So to know God, you must know his healing. It's not only the Lord who saves us. It's also the Lord who what? heal us. And you see, there are two main ways that God deal with our health. The first way is he prevents the sickness. Many Christians are not aware. Sometimes you're a Christian, you never get sick. What you don't know is, most often God prevents the sickness. So this scripture you read, it says, I will take what? Read it again. Sickness from what? Among what? You. Meaning, he will not even allow you what? To be sick. sick. To the glory of God, as a pastor, I've seen God. I've seen God several times healing me. I've seen angels healing me. Yeah, I've seen it. Amen. So, many a times, he will not what, let you what, be sick. He deliver you from what? Sickness. Look at Jeremiah 33 verse 6 for me. Amen. I'm just saying, I just want you to understand it. Amen. So, that one, you will not even what? Know it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Jeremiah. Yeah, 33 verse 6. Note, today's target is not to teach how to be healed or not. We'll come to that. But today is for us to realize that God indeed what? Heals. And today, he's healing and he wants to what? Heal us. Amen. Hallelujah. So look at Jeremiah 33 verse 6 for me. Nevertheless, mm -hmm. I will bring health and healing to it. 
I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. So Amen. this is a promise. Say, I will bring health and healing to my people. So the way God deals with us is to bring health, meaning he will not allow you even to experience what? The sickness. And for whatever reason, if you are also sick, he will heal you. So these are the two main ways God gives us healing. By prevention. You understand? The doctors try to do that. They say exercise so that you don't fall out. Sick. They try to prevent what? The sickness first. So God also what? Does that. But many a times when he does that, you will not even realize it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. But not only does he prevent the sickness, for whatever reason, if you should get sick, he will heal you. I just want you to understand that he prevents you from getting sick. So if you don't get sick, don't take it for granted. Thank God. You understand? But our interest is in the sickness that we can see. Amen. That's what I want us to talk what about. But I just want you to know that one of his ways is not only to heal you. He also prevents. Amen. When uh, I was in secondary school in Ghana, one time, they say, word, of, word, word Health Organization, who uh, wanted to visit us and give us items. I was in secondary school, boarding school. So we were very happy at that age. I was, we were thinking about something edible. So when they came, they brought only mosquito nets. Only nets and they gave every student, every boarding school student, one mosquito net. And they said, you know, our beds were bunker beds. So you tied the net around it. So when you go to lie, you just release the net. So like you sleep in the, uh, in the net, like it's the net form a hedge around it. Say, this will prevent the mosquitoes, meaning you will know what? Get malaria. You, you understand? So they tried to prevent us getting malaria by what? Giving us what? Mosquito net. And it does help. My brother-in-law is a Dutchman. In Ghana, at the age of 65, he still uses mosquito net. Because, because yeah, for some reason, because it's of Europe origin, when they get malaria, it is very dangerous. So he tried to prevent it with what? Mosquito net. God prevent us from That is one of his ways of what? Healing. But the other way is when you get sick, he heals you. So I want us to what? Look at what? That. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Read for me. Amen. Deuteronomy 32 verse 38. 32 verse 39. Amen. The only reason why I want you to read this, I want you to see that God indeed heals. Amen. Amen. God does what? He heals. Read it for me. Deuteronomy 32 verse 39. Hallelujah. Amen. See now mm-hmm. that myself, see now that I myself am he. There is no God besides me. I put to death and I bring to life. I have wounded and I will heal. And no one can deliver out of my hand. Amen. Amen. Say, I have wounded and I what? Heal. Adabashi, I wound and what? I heal. So God heals. It is a fact. It is a fact. He heals. 
Look at another scripture. Job chapter 5 verse 18. Amen. I just want you to see from the scriptures that God what? Heals. Amen. Job chapter 5 verse 13. Job chapter 5 verse 13. Because the reason I want us to take our time is it's like many Christians now are not aware of the healing aspect of God or they don't accept it or they don't see it as what? Reality. If you can accept the salvation of God, then you must be able to accept what? The healing of God. Matter of fact, there are churches that teaches. When I mention the name, you know them. The whole denomination that healing is a thing of the past. But it is not true. Amen. God heals. Amen. So look at Job for me. 5 verse 18. Job chapter 5 verse 18. Amen. For he wounds but he also binds up. He injures, but his hands also heal. Amen. Amen. The injury at his hands also what? He Heal. what? Heals. Psalm 107 verse 20. Amen. It's a popular scripture we always quote. Amen. It says, he sent his word and he healed them all. Psalm 107 verse 20. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 107 verse 20 uh-huh. he sent out his word and healed them he, he rescued them from the grave amen he sent out his word word, word and what happened healed. and he healed them so god what heals amen. this is bible this is bible he heals when you look at Malachi chapter 4 verse 6. There were a lot of prophets regarding Jesus. Amen. That he will come and die for our sins. He will die and resurrect. One of the prophecies again regarding Jesus was. Bible says out of his wings shall be what? Healing. So it was also prophesied that Jesus will be known as a healer. Or for what? His healing in Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. Mm-hmm. But for you who revere my name, the Son of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays, and you will go out and frolic like well fed calves. Amen. He said he will rise with healings in his what? Raise. Some say in his wings. So that was a prophecy regarding what? Jesus Christ. And if we say Jesus is the way, he said he will arise with healing what? From his wings. And when you look at Acts chapter 10 verse 38, Bible says Jesus was anointed to heal the sick. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Amen. Mm-hmm. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth uh-huh. with the Holy Spirit and power mm-hmm. and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. When God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and power, what did Jesus do? He went around doing good and healing. He went around healing what? All. all. Jesus did not only save. He did not only preach the good news. 
He went around healing all. In the Bible, you cannot separate anything of Jesus from healing. Look at, for me please, Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Amen. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. You see, we've seen God heals. I just want you to also see Jesus. Amen. Because today is to stir us up. To begin to pray for healing. Not ourselves. My brother, God will keep preventing sickness from you. But we know people who are sick. We see many who are sick. Some of them, we've prayed for them. They haven't been healed. Amen. But healing must happen. But how will you have what you don't know? You won't have what you don't have. No. Amen. That's why we need to know this. We need to teach this. We need so that we can desire it. So that we can expect it. There are churches that when you go and you are ministering healing, you become rather strange. It shouldn't be like that. It should rather be strange that they haven't seen anyone being healed in a church. Because Jesus was anointed and he went around healing what all. So if Jesus is here, he's here. We must see him here. Amen. You, you understand what I'm saying? Re read it for me, please. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Uh -huh. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. This is Jesus Christ himself who is speaking. He said, the Holy Spirit is on me. Uh -huh. Because. Why? He has anointed me. Anointed him for what? To proclaim good news to the poor. Uh -huh. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. Uh -huh. And recovery of sight for the blind. Uh -huh. To set the oppressed free. Uh -huh. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Amen. The recovery of sight for what? The blind. To set the captive free. It includes what? Healing. Not only to preach the good news. It includes healing. There are a lot of people that it is sickness that has put them in captivity. The form of captivity the enemy has given them are demonic what? Sickness. Some of the sickness are demonic. Amen. But the only reason we are reading these scriptures is to show us that what? Jesus heals. So look at First Peter chapter 2 verse 21. It's the 24 I want. But I want you to read the 21 because I want you to understand that it is talking about Jesus. Amen. First Peter. Please, are you following me? Yes. Chapter 2 verse 21. Hallelujah. Today what I want to do is for your faith to be built, for you to see in the scriptures that it's rather abnormal if we don't expect God to heal people and we don't pray to him for healing. And we, if we don't give ourselves to him for him to teach us, empower us, and use us for his healing. Everything of God, you must set yourself up for it. Salvation does not happen. We intentionally go out there for souls. Isn't it? It's the same with healing. It will not just happen. Amen. Amen. Read it for me. Look at First Peter. Read just the 2.21 then the 24. Mm -hmm. To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. So he said Christ has suffered for us. So he's talking about Christ. Now read the 24 for me. 24. Mm -hmm. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross uh -huh. so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. Mm -hmm. By his wounds you have been healed. 
Say by his wounds, when the beat is, we've been what healed. healed. Ed, meaning it has taken place. So meaning by Christ Jesus, we are to be what healed, because he was anointed and he went around what healing what the sick. So when you look at a scripture like Matthew chapter four verse twenty three to twenty four, it said Jesus ran around through Galilee, healing all who were sick. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 4, verse 24. Yeah, verse 23 to 24. Jesus went throughout Galilee, Mm. teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. He was preaching. uh And healing every disease and sickness. And healing every disease and sickness. He did not only preach. He did not only preach. He healed every disease. He healed every disease. Jesus did. Look at the same Matthew. 9 verse 35. Please, are we getting it? Because see, we must understand this, that the grace of healing will be on us. That not only the pastor, but you yourself too, you can lay hands on anybody, anywhere, including your children, your grandchildren, why you don't believe it? Yeah. You are not the one who does the healing. It is God. Your own is to know that just as through you, he wins so through you, he heals. Because we are not aware. We don't even expect it. We don't even ask for it. He heals. But there's a role you play. That's all. But we'll come to that later. Read it for me, please. Chapter 9, verse 35. Yeah. Jesus went through all the towns and villages. Note, all the towns and villages, meaning everywhere he went. Eh? Teaching uh-huh. in their synagogues, uh-huh. proclaiming the good news of the kingdom uh-huh. and healing every disease and sickness. And healing every disease. Wherever you find Jesus preaching, it goes with healing. Wherever you find him preaching, it goes to healing. You, you saw it right there. I can, we can read scripture over scripture. You see that anytime he healed the sick, uh, he preaches the good news. He also healed the sick. Let's read another scripture, Matthew 12, verse 15. You, 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 you see Jesus healing throughout. Amen. Amen. And not the word, all. All. Read Matthew it for me. 12, verse 15. Mm-hmm. Aware of this, mm-hmm. Jesus withdrew from that place. Uh-huh. A large crowd followed him, and he healed all who were ill. Amen. And he healed all who were what? Ill. But Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, Jesus is the same yesterday, the same today, and the same forever. So if Jesus is the same today as he was when he went to every town healing, then today he must heal. Today we must see him healing. If not, then he's not real. Or we are not doing something right. Because he hasn't changed. He did not just preach the good news. He did not just preach the gospel. He healed the sick. Isn't it? And if it's the same yesterday and today, the sick must be what? Healed. healed. By Jesus. The only challenge is, you see, the gospel is still being preached today. But it is not Jesus who is preaching the gospel. 
He has given gift to men, his disciples, vessels, that preach the gospel to me. That same way it is his disciples, vessels, that are meant to heal the sick. So that is where we have let him what? Down. Because we want to preach the gospel, which is good. But we don't want to heal the sick. You understand? But Jesus is the same today. That's, I, I don't want to mention their name. You people all know them. They claim healing is a thing of the past. They claim God doesn't heal anymore. They claim the time of divine healing is past. It is not true. Jesus is the... Have you read the Hebrew? Yeah, 13 verse 8. 13 verse 8? Yeah. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. He's the same. So if he healed every town and city he went, he's the same today. Why not in Croydon? And when you read Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, let's read it. It said, God does not change. God said, I do not change. So we saw from the beginning how God is a healer. How he healed them. And God too having changed. So if it is this God we are truly serving, then he must heal. Then we must see healing. Divine healing. If we don't have it, let's be humble and say we don't have it. And cry to God for it. Because it's abnormal to preach the gospel and not see the sick word healed. Because Jesus, everywhere he went to preach the gospel, he healed all. And he's the same. Malachi 3 verse 6 for me, please. Amen. Yes. I, the Lord, do not change. Mm -hmm. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. He said he doesn't change. So God hasn't changed. So if God has not changed, meaning it's still what? Healing today. Am I lying? The healing of God is real. There's divine healing. He can heal anything from fever to the worst of sickness. I've seen, I've seen a leg grown instantly by God. I've seen it several times. And I believe we see it in this church too. Yeah. yeah. I've seen headache healed. It's a miracle. Yeah. God has chronic headache. I've seen cancers sh shrink. Even many people even get healed when they join this church without them knowing. Because when we look at how God get heals you, see it. Because all of a sudden they realize, ah, this sickness, I don't feel it again. All of a sudden, they realize, oh, I, I'm healed. You see? But all I'm trying to say, Jesus heals what? Today. The only challenge is Jesus needs us to heal. Just as he needs us to preach the gospel. He needs us. Without us, he will not heal. Yeah. And because of that, look at Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. He gave us the authority to heal. It is the eighth I want, but read the one first, then you read the eight. Amen. Matthew chapter 10, verse 1 to 8. So you see that Jesus has given us what? The authority to heal the sick. Hallelujah. And I want you to believe in this, not with your head, but with your heart. That even if you don't experience it now, 
you are meant to experience it. So you are meant to pray for you to see it, for the church to see it, for me, the pastor, to see it. Because when I see people, I have faith they will be healed. I say, do you believe God can heal? Yeah, I know God, God is a healer, but you seems like, oh, it's just a word saying, so you can't touch them. Not like God, not like they're expecting it. Even you see some of us pastors, when we are praying for healing, it's, like, it's just like, uh, 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 it's just like, uh, what should I say? Uh, what's the right word? A ritual is like, Father, heal him. I ask for your healings. Like, we are just saying a prayer, not like we are expecting the healing. Yeah, yeah, procedure. So we don't see healing. One time I went with Brother Chris. He's there. He's my witness. We're coming to church Tuesday service, and a lady called me. He called me. Say, he said, I just collapsed in the house, and they rushed me to the hospital, and they said there's something here, so they have to operate me. And said they say it's that serious that they are taking me to the theater. So I said, oh, we're on our way to church. We'll pass by May Day. So Brother Chris, I went with him. Because he's then come to visit. So we just went. And when we went, he was on the bed. He said, they are taking me to theater. We just prayed for him. I was holding a white handkerchief. And I just gave it to her. I put it there. And I said, you will not. They will not operate on you. Before we get to church, he called and said, when the doctors came. And I mean that same day. To take him. They just decided to test again. And there's nothing. And he doesn't feel any pain. And they discharge her. So God heals. But if she did not call, there will be no healing. Please, do you understand? Now look, read the Matthew for me. Matthew 10 verse 1. Matthew Amen. 10 verse 1. Uh-huh. Jesus called his 12 disciples to him uh-huh. and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Note, Amen. he gave them authority to heal every disease and sickness. Today we are the disciples of Jesus. Read the 8 for me. 8. Yeah. Heal the sick. Look, Raise. this is the command. Heal the sick. Why? He would say heal the sick because the one said he has already given us authority. Not like we don't have the authority. We have the authority. The one he gave them the authority. So because he has given them the authority, the eight now he commanded them that heal the sick. Uh-huh. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Raise the dead. Recently, I saw a part. They say, I haven't watched the video. I don't have any comment. But I've seen on social media that they say there's a pastor who has raised a dead man and there's a lot of trouble i don't know whether it's true or not as i said i haven't seen it <laughs> you've seen it but we are to raise the dead i've seen the dead i don't mean i've raised the dead but i've seen the dead Riambonki. you having a crusade they were going to bury the person they just passed the crusade and he came alive he himself he was shocked yeah 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 so it's a command. It says, heal the sick. Raise the dead. Heal the sick. Today we are talking about him. So we are to heal the sick. It's a command. He didn't know, he did not just say, go around the world and preach the gospel alone. He said, heal the sick. He has given us authority. Look at Mark chapter 16, verse 17 to 18. One time Jehovah's Witness knocked my door. I opened the door. We are talking about divine healing. I realize when they come, I can also teach them. 
<laughs> so I use their own Bible, and they say signs and wonders doesn't exist again. It's gone. It is in the time of the apostle. Then I open the scripture to them from their own Bible, Mark chapter 16, 17 to 18. It said, This sign shall follow all who believe. Because normally say the disciples meant the apostles, but this one say all who believe, meaning anyone who becomes safe. Read it for me. Mm-hmm. And what, what are the signs? And these signs mm-hmm. will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. Mm-hmm. They will speak in new tongues. Mm-hmm. They will pick up snakes with their hands. Mm-hmm. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. Mm-hmm. They will place their hands on sick people mm-hmm. and they will get well. Amen. So it's a, it's a sign that must follow us. Not only speaking in tongues, but we are to lay hands on sick people and they are to be what? Heal. If you believe in speaking in tongues, you must believe in laying hands on the sick and they being healed. Just like it takes something to receive the gift of tongues. Have you started speaking in tongues yet? Today you practice it. Have you? Have you? Okay, today we test it. Amen. Just as there was a time, even though you were saved, you couldn't speak in tongues and you were prayerful or something. And now you can speak in tongues. That is the same way you must cry, pray, that you can lay hands on the sick. But it's supposed to follow us. So from this scripture, it is rather abnormal. Have you seen how abnormal the church has become now? Because right now, it's rather, it looks like it's abnormal to be praying and ministering for sick healing instantly. But we rather have become abnormal. This is, this is, matter of fact, if we are going to be honest, the Great Commission, Luke chapter 9 verse 2, the Great Commission is not complete without healing. Healing is part of the Great Commission. So when you pray for me and you are praying that, Lord, as pastor go, let him preach the word, let him be bold, let him whistles, and you don't act healing, you are failed. Because I'm not only there, or I'm not only supposed to preach the word, I'm also supposed to heal the sick. Half obedience is not obedient. Look at it. Luke chapter 9 verse 2. And he sent them out to, the, to proclaim the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and to heal the sick. To do what? Heal. Proclaim the kingdom of God and to what? Heal, heal the, the sick. He sent them out. The same today. He has sent us. Look at the same Luke chapter 10 verse 9. Luke chapter 10. Verse 9. Verse 9. Uh-huh. Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near to you. Amen. They say when you go and preach the gospel and heal the sick and tell them the kingdom of God. So the great commission is part, healing is part of it. Healing is part of it. Why am I teaching this? I just want you to see and know that we must pray for divine healing, not for ourselves. To see it in the church. To see it in our programs. For the pastor to be involved, to heal the sick. For you yourself to also be able to heal the sick. Decide, if you tell me, look at Acts chapter 5 verse 12 to 16. The only reason why I want you to see, I want you to see that also the disciples indeed healed the sick. Amen. Amen. 
And that grace is coming on us Amen. as a church and as individuals. Yeah, it's coming on us now. And you must open up for it. You must pray for it. You must support it with your heart, with your mind, with your soul, with your spirit. See, if we, it, it, I always tell people, anyone who said the old, old covenant or Old Testament is stricter, than the New Testament does not really know the scriptures. Because when you know the scriptures, the New Testament is stricter, the standard is higher than the Old Testament. For example, Jesus said, he said, the works I did, will you also what? Do. And greater works <laughs> than I did, will you what? Do. Even for now, me, I'm even praying you, for now, the what is enough. The works he did, we can't even see it. We all know that scripture, isn't it? How many of us are doing 10% of the works Jesus what did? I say greater works. And it's true. I've seen pastors gathered about 50,000 people at the time, crusade ground, that keyword most, preaching to them. Yeah, greater crowd. I've seen Pastor Chris. He walk. You see my shadow. Like say Madeline stand there. Say when my shadow pass on you, you can't stand. And his shadow pass on the person like this. And the person manifested. <laughs> no gimmicks. No gimmicks. <laughs> and it's in the Bible. I saw it with my own eyes. It's in the Bible. Yeah, it will happen yet. Amen. Amen. You see, God will never, ever ask us to desire or look out or want what is impossible for us to reach. The only thing, the, the moment, this moment, if we don't have it, we sort of blanket. Instead of to be humble and say, God, I don't have it. Give it to me. Show me how to. We just, that's the, the problem. And it's because of pride. And sometimes, if somebody have it, we are quick to criticize. So God will not give it to us. How can you have what you are criticizing? Of course, everything they are fake, yes. But there are a lot of genuine. Do you know the number of counterfeit pounds and dollars we have? Yeah. <laughs> you see, but there are genuine pounds and dollars. But all I want to show is that the disciples healed many. So we must heal. We must see divine healing. Because if you really want to do good, eh? if you really want to help people, eh? 
you will seek this healing for your pastor and for the church and yourself. Because one of the many ways that I feel useless, valueless, is when a sick person is there. Who has, who has experienced it? It's like the doctors can't help. And it's like there's nothing you can do. Imagine if you can do something in the name of Jesus. Many people are easy. I met, I met a lady. She said to me, he said, there was a time I was doing four jobs, me and my husband. And he said, we spent 18000 just trying to get a child. Say we did everything. I have everything filled. 18000 But God has healed the womb. You see, I know a lady that were going to sell their house to fly because they say that Spain has a better treatment for cancer. So they were going to sell their house to go to Spain and pay for medical treatment, private treatment. And a pastor prayed for her. And cancer instantly healed. I'm saying, you see, I'm just saying this to show what people are willing to trade for healing. I can guarantee, I mean guarantee, that listen, you bring 5,000. If you have insane, it will go. If you have this, it will go. You see how people will bring it. If I can guarantee. So I'm just saying this to say that so if you truly want to do good, eh, one of the easiest and the best and most important good we can do is that we will have this healing anointing or virtue that we can minister healing to people. Yeah. For a Christian, is one of the sure ways you can really do good. Because many a times our money is limited. You cannot give somebody hundred pound every month, but you can heal or pray for one to be healed. But it's because this is not in our mind. We've not been asking. We've not been waiting, looking for it, crying for it. But this is important because this is God. Please, are we getting it? Now, I want you to look at something. How did the disciples heal? Because we, 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 don't, we don't really, we are not concerned about how Christ heals, isn't it? How God did God, that one is their work. But how did these disciples heal? Amen. Look at Acts chapter 5, verse 12 to 16. Amen. No, Acts chapter 3, verse 16. Yeah. Amen. Acts chapter 3, verse 16. Mm -hmm. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. So, Acts chapter 3, verse 16. Yeah. Sorry. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name. And the faith that comes through him, that, his, that, he, that has completely healed him, as you can all see. When Amen. they healed, this was the lame man. When they healed him and they were questioned, say he was healed in the name of what? Jesus. Jesus. And say it is the faith that comes through the name of Jesus that has what? Completely what? Healed. So meaning today, you can only heal or God only heals. Or Christ heals only in the name of Jesus. 
That is why the only time you hear that there's a, somebody who say, God can heal you. And he just pray anywhere he goes, any country goes. And you see many people healed, wheelchairs empty. You see that the person only prays in the name of Jesus. Buddha, we haven't seen that with Buddha. We haven't seen that with Muhammad. We haven't seen that with Hare Krishna. The Mormon man, we haven't seen that with him. It is only Jesus' name. When you look at somebody like Benihi, he has been almost to every country. Many of the time, he gets there in the morning, that evening, that evening, his ministry. He stands there, he doesn't go in the crowd, but you see people, wheelchairs, everything, what? Healed. And he will tell you only in the name of Jesus. So healing takes place in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is what? The healer. And he has given us what? The authority. So healing happens. Divine healing happens in the name of Jesus. And also by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus himself said, the Lord has anointed me to heal the broken part. Anointing is what? The power what? of the what? Holy Spirit. Please, do you understand? So look at one scripture. Amen. Luke chapter 5, 17 to 19. I just want you to know how today we can heal. How today healing is done. Amen. 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 Luke chapter 5, 17 to 19. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One day Jesus was teaching, mm -hmm. and the Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee, and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord with Jesus to heal the sick. And say, and the power of the Lord was there to what? Heal, Heal the, the sick. sick. The power of the Lord is what? The Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So in, the power of the Holy Spirit. So meaning Jesus performed his miracle by what? The power of the, of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. The power of the Lord is the Holy Spirit. And so it means today, healing is done in the name of what? Jesus. Jesus and by the, the power, power of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. So that is why he said to his disciples, wait until you receive power. And we all know that that power, what came on them? The Holy Spirit said, wait, for if the Holy Spirit come, you shall receive what? Power. That is what many of us lack today. That is why we cannot heal the sick. Because it takes power. Healing takes place in the name of Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Meaning you must belong to Jesus. Because if you don't belong to Jesus, you cannot use his name. In the Bible, the Bible says there were people who were using Jesus' name. And the demon turned against them and gave them a beating. Because they had no authority to use Jesus' name. In other words, they were not saved. You understand? And you must have the power of the Holy Spirit. That is the price you pay in order to heal the sick. Because it takes something. But he has released that authority to you. Now you just have to do what you have to do. And that is what many don't do. Some just have to believe. So in order for them to be healed, they will not believe. Please, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So healing takes place in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost. You just have to make sure that you have. But we look at those things later. Amen. But today I just want you to understand 
that it is normal to expect divine healing for people. It's rather abnormal if we don't see it or we don't expect it. And let me tell you something. God wants to heal us. God really wants to heal the sick. God really, really wants to see many healed. In Jesus, we read he healed wherever what he went. He heals what? All the people. Of course, there's a lot of complication. We look, later, we look at why people don't get healed. All those, but today, we must understand and believe and desire and want that we see what? The healing. healing. It's not difficult. God wants you to be healed. He wants us to heal people. He wants to see people healed because he loves to do what? Good. When you look at a scripture, Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 22. When you look at how God put it, you realize that when healing wasn't taking place, he wasn't happy. From this scripture, I think God will not be happy with many pastors and many what? Churches. Amen. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 22. Is there no balm in Gilead? Uh Is there no physician here, Mm -hmm. there? Why then is there no healing for the wound of my people? So God questioned them, say, how come there's no healing? But we all know that it is you, God, who heals. But I say, how come there's no what? Healing. Why? Because today, he has given us the authority to heal the sick. So if the sick is not being healed, then it is something we are not doing or we are not getting. Read the 33 verse 6 for me. As a pastor, I fear the scriptures. The same Jeremiah 33 verse 6. Amen. But it also shows, the 8 verse 22 we read, also shows you how God wants what? People to be what? Healed. Jeremiah 33 yeah. verse 6. Uh-huh. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. I will bring health and healing to it. Uh-huh. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Amen. Amen. Nevertheless, he will bring what? Healing. healing. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel 34 verse 4. Ezekiel 34 verse 4. Ezekiel 34 verse 4. We need divine healing. Ezekiel 34 verse 4. Uh-huh. You have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick. Oh, but God, you are the one who healed. Why are you blaming us? You know, this is God himself. He was annoyed with them. He said, you have not strengthened what? The weak or healed, healed the sick. Uh-huh. Or bound up the injured. Uh You have not brought back the strays or searched Mm -hmm. for the lost. Mm -hmm. You have ruled them harshly and brutally. So this scripture, God was speaking against his pastors. He was against the pastors. And one of the problems he had with them was they have not healed the sick. But it is God you will heal. It is Jesus who heal, yes. But he does it through us. It is God who grants salvation. How does he save people? Through us. It is a human that leads you to accept Christ, isn't it? It's a human that baptizes you, teaches you. But he's the one who grants salvation. When we preach, it is God that causes the word to touch people's heart. But it's a human that must go and what preach. It's the same with healing. 
It is God who heals, but it is a human that must minister the healing of God to someone. Because on earth, God does nothing outside man. That's why Jesus gave them authority and command them to heal the sick. For us to what? Heal the sick. So if we don't heal the sick, if we don't see the sick healed, God will not be fully happy with us. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it is the best we can do for mankind. That we will cry, that we will fast. That at least, even if not us as individual, it will rest on the church. That we see what? The sick being what? Healed. The sick being what? Healed. Please do you understand? It is very important. If we don't, God is watching us. You will say, why have you not healed the sick? Yeah, it's not small. Because the question of what if always comes. But that's part of it. What if nothing happened? That's part of it. <laughs> That's part of it. That's when your faith what comes what in. I just want us to read some few scriptures to show you that God heals. Amen. Then we bring it to an end today. Next week we continue to look at how he goes about this healing. Our role in this healing. Amen. And why people don't get what? healed. Because you can see clearly that God desired to heal. So there are reasons why people don't get healed. Amen. Look at Luke chapter 6 verse 18. Now sorry, Luke chapter yeah, 6 verse 18. I just want us to look at healing throughout what? The Bible. Luke chapter 6 verse 18. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 6 verse 18. Uh-huh. Who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases? Those troubled by impure spirits were cured. Amen. So he said the people came to Jesus by he said to hear him and also to be what? Healed. Healed. He's the same yesterday, today, today and forever. forever. So not only to hear, but for him to also what? Heal them. Jesus, you must do this in this church. Somebody just lift up your voice and ask the Lord to do this in this church. Uh, that may this church may it not be uh, that people will only come to hear, but may they come to hear and may He heal them. Uh. Just ask Him uh, for Luke chapter 6, verse 18. Say they came to hear and He healed them. Uh, he healed them. Uh, he healed them. Uh. Father, we ask that do this in this church. Uh, in this church, devotional life church. Uh, Jesus, may you heal the sick as well as speak to them uh, as we preach them your word. Uh, May we minister healing to them uh, as they hear your word and uh, may they see healing. Uh, we ask this uh, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Continue to read it for me to the 19. Mm-hmm. You read Acts 6, verse 18. Read the 19 too. And the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Anyone who touched Jesus get healed. So the Bible said they tried to touch because power was coming from him. And the power was what? Healing them. Matter of fact, if you look at the life of ministry and you cut out, because these are not even his miracles we are looking at to his healing. This is just statement about his healing. You cut off all the healing that Jesus performed. 
the first books, first four books, which is of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, will be empty. It's full of healing. So if you don't know Jesus for his healing, then you don't know him. We have to be honest. Because anywhere you see him, you see healing. Not just preaching. You see healing or a miracle. Anywhere. Look at Luke chapter 9 verse 6. Not only Jesus, but his disciples, which it's us today. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 9 verse 6. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. This is when God sent them out. They went from village to village, doing what? Proclaiming the good news. They preached the gospel and healing people what? Everywhere. Amen. All I'm, we are doing today is to stir up our individual spirit and also to cause the healing fountains to be broken in this church. To draw our mind towards healing, to expect healing. You always pray for me. This morning, you people pray for me. It's good. But I want you to be praying that God will use me to heal the sick. That is important to me. That the healing anointing will rest on me. That wherever, whenever I preach the gospel, I will also heal the sick. Other than that, I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. Because it's abnormal. Because I've realized as a pastor, it is the greatest good I can do. You see, years ago, I used to pray for the prophetic. I pray about the prophetic. I don't know what to say. God didn't mind me or the time hasn't come. I don't know what to say. Then I, I, I forgot. I forgot about it. I forgot about it. I just continued to press on preaching my word. And the Lord said to me, Officer, to show me that there's something greater. Healing. Healing. And I realized it's healing. A healing. Yeah. Even here, a lot of people need healing. But thank God for United Kingdom. At least when you are sick, at least they take care of you. But there are areas when you are blind or mute or deaf, you are automatic a poor person. Amen. And even here, there's one sickness, mental issues, that the government is not able to do anything about. I see them all the time. So if... If there's one charity I want to do, there's nothing, not save the children, no, just healing. Where the doctors couldn't, God healed them. I tell you, if our heart don't plead for divine healing, we are missing our priorities. Because you think of it, in this country, in Europe, what good can you do? People don't need your temper in this country. They don't really need your old clothing. These homeless, many of them get handouts. By healing. 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 Divine healing. Don't only think about the blind or the mute. 
Think about the sickle cell people. Sickle cell is a terrible sickness. The doctors are not able to do anything about it. People have strong diabetes. There are people who live has failed. Some have holes in their stomach. We'll pray for him. You believe God will heal him. Yeah, we'll pray for him. Holes in their stomach. Oh, they can't eat. They can't eat. They don't enjoy food. <laughs> and the doctors can't do anything. Hole in heart. Premature babies. Church. It is because our heart has not been pleading to God. We've not been asking for healing as we ask him for souls. It's like we don't care. But we have to. Because the heart of the father is that the people will be healed. Say, why is there no what? Healing in what? Gilad. Is there no balm in Gilad? So I give you authority to heal the sick. Go and heal the sick. I just want to draw your mind. I'm a pastor. Do you know the number of people? There's this sickness. Many people know even hepatitis. Another evil sickness. Many people have hepatitis. It cannot be healed. It can only be managed. So only God can heal it. Different types of phobias. We have all the CCTV, but still people have phobias. Can you believe it? Phobias meaning they fear. There are things they fear. Only God can heal them. And healing will only take place when we ask him. When we do that which we have to do. And it starts with prayer from the heart. It starts with prayer from the heart. Sometimes when I pray for someone and the person doesn't get healed, you people will do this. But I feel maybe the next two or three days, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And the challenge and the problem is not God. It's always me. Because I don't know why, but it won't be from God. Maybe the time is not right. Of course, there are a lot of reasons why people don't get healed. Amen. I just want you to rise right now. He's a he. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.